But, honey, we got a jam-packed show tonight. I just want to thank everybody. First of all, I want everybody to give a round of applause so they know we do actually have an audience tonight. There are a ton of people in this room. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hi, everyone. Yes. Now, (laughs) um, we're here with a special edition of the Tea Podcast. Um, This is our first live audience podcast that we've done so we're just trying out something different and we're doing a little wine tasting fall party tonight so i just want to thank everybody out there that is supporting us is checking us out live right now um i just want to get a couple of housekeeping things out of the way before we get started um you can find us on our facebook group page and our official page just type in the urban wire media network and you can follow us um and you'll get the latest updates on our videos, our podcasts, our live streams, and everything else. Also, you can follow our YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash UCOFW, and there you'll get, um, you know, kind of like a live review, snippets of our shows and things like that. And also, um, check us out on our Blog Talk Radio page at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Urban Wire Media Network. And we're also on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Now, I want to give a brief history of me doing these these podcasts. I've been doing these podcasts since 2009, you know, before it became popular. You know, um, we did a live show down at the Blue Lounge downtown years ago, and um we it was it was a really good success. We did Indiana hip hop legends. We had a lot of hip hop legends um, come and perform. Um, we did a lot of stuff. We partnered with um, Step Up and Planned Parenthood to educate people. Um, so um, we've been doing these shows for years. So I just want to thank everybody that's been following us, that's been you know big up in us and stuff like that. Without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. And you know just with these these shows. We like to laugh and kiki and have a good time, but we definitely want to talk about some real stuff that's going on. Because I, I really, as I look around this room, is it's very diverse, and that's what I that's why what I'm all about with my platform. I'm just trying to keep things diverse and just have different uh, points of view on things. So um, you can also support us um, via Cash App, um, dollar sign Urban Wire, and if you if you want to email us with um, any media inquiries or you have any story ideas, you can email us at ucofw.indy at gmail.com and you can send your story ideas and stuff like that as well. Now, we got all that to the, to the side. I want to um, introduce Philip. He is sponsoring this show tonight and I want him to tell us, tell us about he has these wonderful um Sweet potato cupcakes that he does. He's an artist. He he's he bakes. He does a lot. So I want him to just tell tell us about um what he does. And um like I said, he's sponsoring this show tonight. So I just wanted to appreciate you for one for taking time out to, you know, do that. And I just want you to let people know what you have going on right now and what you're doing. Oh my, I didn't think I was going to be put on the spot, but thank you. Uh, You got to be ready. Be also ready, (laughs) right? Like what the words say, be also ready. (laughs) Well, um, I am an artist um, here in Indianapolis. I've lived here for six years. I just finished my uh, first showcase with our group called Flavor Fresh. 
Um, it is a Flavor. group of artists of color and LGBT color artists, and it's been an established art mm-hmm. show for 20 plus years. <laughs> and um, on the side, I do bake. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a freelance cake decorator and bake, and I'm... Um, Provided some wonderful, delicious sweet potato cupcakes. Not, not pumpkin, but sweet potato. Not, not pumpkin. We're not just <laughs> okay, we, no, no, no. We don't We're judging pumpkin today. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, honey. I'm throwing shade at the Starbucks pumpkin spice latte because they ain't got nothing on my sweet potato cupcakes. Uh-huh. So, so, if you're looking. For some sweet potato cupcakes or some fall paraphernalia, or if you're no ready for the holidays. But I am getting but I am getting ready for the holidays, so I'm getting ready for the holidays, so please be tuned on my Instagram account, right. which is Base Claire Neko. That's B-A-S-S-C-L-A-R-I-N. E-K-O at Instagram. And I also have a Facebook page called The Art of Philip Paul Johnson. So please find me, like my page, and look at my posts and stay tuned for some future posts. I will be part of an art show next year in 2020 called Meet the Artist at the Central Library here in Indianapolis. So please come and sponsor not only me, but other artists of color and part of the LGBTQ community. We always are looking for support from everyone here in the city, as well as people who aren't from here. So please do support your local artists. Woo. All right, give it up one more time for Philip Johnson. Now, y'all know we had a late start, so we're going to try to get through these stories as quick as possible. We got a jam-packed show, y'all, and mm-hmm. y'all going to be... Honey, y'all gonna be falling out y'all damn chairs by the end of this night. We got a lot to talk about. So I'm gonna run down what we're gonna talk about. We're just gonna take these topics one by one. Now, I don't know if y'all know who Miss Kaya is. Mrs. My Neck, My Back. Does everyone remember that song from the 90s? Oh, God. That was Land Before uh, MTV. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Well, she's been out here on these streets. Like, honey, she's been losing out here. Like, her her karma has been coming back to her because she's been doing some things, baby. Geisha 305, which is a well-known rapper in Miami, Florida. Honey, she ain't she been pressing down on the gas. She always talk about getting off the gas, but she ain't been getting off the gas on her. Mm. And Kaya ain't been saying nothing Baby about girl that. Needs some prayer. So we're gonna get into that specifically in a minute. Also, um, Kiki Wide. I'm, how many of y'all know who Kiki Wide is? She's a she's a local yeah. artist here, and um, I guess she's been in the news again because she is uh, celebrating her tenth pregnancy. So we're gonna get into I that. Mean, is she trying to keep up? Is she trying to keep up with that white girl? Twenty-one, nineteen and counting, girl. Please, you're behind by nine. Yeah, and also, we're gonna talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta season twelve. We're gonna talk about some tea because there's a lot that's been going on with that show. Baby, I don't want to miss that. And then we're going to have a serious conversation about colorism. And and this links from basketball-wise with OG and Evelyn Lozada. So we're going to talk about that. Also, we're going to talk about Markeith Rivers, a.k.a. the DL Detective. And 
we yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all about Miss Mr. Marquis, honey. That I guess now he has turned into a swimming fish in 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 the White River Pond, baby. Because honey, his, his <laughs> name is Pond. Yeah, well, you, gotta, you gotta be that nasty. You gotta be that nasty to be up in that river. So now his name is Miss Sabrina Frazier. So we gonna talk about that. We gonna talk about some church news and drama. We gonna talk about what's that? That Pastor Wilson. <laughs> Nasty night. For a minute, I thought you was talking about Charlie Wilson. He might as well be a pastor to somebody. Oh, oh Lord, is she. So we gonna talk about that. The custom pastor. He had a lot to say about it. And also, there's some clips that then came out of the custom pastor that my cousin Chan sent me of the custom pastor getting wore out on that show because you know how he liked to cuss people out all the time, but he got cussed out on this show. So, also, we're going to talk about Dominique Jackson. Now, those of you that don't know who she is, she plays on Pose. She is the Miss Electra. What's, what's, what's Electra up? Abundance. Yes. She's not Abundance anymore. No, how's it been Oh, well, she was wishy-washy throughout season two. Yeah, <laughs> come in. Come in. All Welcome. right, we got some. Oh, wait, never mind. Oh, yeah. Um. You mean Wintour? Yes. Wintour. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Gucci Man and Keisha K. Orr's relationship, Kanye West Sunday services, because there's some tea that then came out about Kanye West. They talking about he going to allow weed smoking and weed selling doing his church services. So, yeah. First of all, I did not know that. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Also, we're going to talk about the custom pastor and, and the Amber Geiger situation because that was just a really tragic situation. Um, and um, I guess we're going to start off. I want to start off this show sending out, out condolences to um, Alfred Hayes Jr. Yeah. Now, we're in um, Broad Ripple, so everybody knows this is a, 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 a well-known district here, a shopping district. Um, you know, night entertainment. A lot of people like to just go out and enjoy themselves. And Alfred Hayes was one of those people that was well known in the community. He was a peacemaker. He was um, someone that that just promoted uh, just positivity in the community. And he it said he lost his life earlier this month, um, October third, at Connors Pub in Broad Ripple. Um, he was laid to rest on October twelfth, which that was. Last Saturday. Last Saturday. Yeah. yeah. And he was a father of three children. Was, I think it was three, right? Three three kids. Three. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and he was like the head of security at CASBA. So what we're going to do is go, we're going to play a couple news clips real quick to kind of put everything in context. And then we're going to come back with the rest of our commentary. Now know the name of the man shot and killed in Broad Ripple. He's 36-year-old Alfred James Hayes Jr. Paramedics pronounced him dead just after 3.30 this morning. News aide's Travis Robinson joins us live near Connors Pub where the shooting occurred. Travis? Yeah, guys, Connors Pub is open for business right now, just a little over 12 hours from when that shooting happened. The people I talked to around the area say that they don't think the shooting's going to affect the uh, business all that much. Early Thursday morning, police lights lit up Ferguson Street behind Connor's Pub after one man was found dead. A site like this is something nearby businesses say they rarely see. It's an interesting crowd. I mean, you get all ages, um, young to old, and it's uh, usually just pretty nice atmosphere. I 
I go there with uh, on Wednesdays during the hurling season. We go afterwards, and um, I go there some from time to time for lunches. Many places around Connors aren't open in the early morning when the shooting happened, so many people didn't find out about what happened until they got into work a few hours later. It doesn't make me feel good. Uh, I th- I feel very uh, strongly for the the family that has to deal with that. Uh, it's just too close that the Monon Trail is just right there, right. right just goes right along our, our businesses here. I just feel that with them being killed, that's just not good at all. It just it hits too close. The shooting happened within a couple blocks from many Broad Ripple businesses, but many say they don't think it'll stop customers from coming in. I'll probably have people ask about it and stuff, but you know, that's the type of thing that can happen anywhere in the city. It's not you know, localized to, to things that go on here, more or less. Even though police didn't capture any suspects immediately following the shooting, many people feel there's nothing to fear and that Broad Ripple is still a good place to be. It's been a good place to be. The, there has been a couple of things happened last year with the shooting at a corner bar. Uh, but there's not been as much as bad crime, I would say, or anything of that nature around. Um, this is the closest I think it is as far as inside Broad Ripple and the area that it's in. All right, we're back from that clip. Now, as we find out more, we'll be sure to keep you updated both on air and online at wishtv.com. But in the meantime, if you know anything that could help police, contact them or Crime Stoppers. I'm Travis Robinson, Wish TV News 8. All right, um, this comes after, I don't know if you guys remember um, back in 2014. Remember them shootings that happened down there? When um, on Broad Ripple Avenue, when like I think it was like seven people that got shot. Oh, yeah, so yeah, seven people got shot down there, and this was on the Fourth of July. So oh, this yeah. is really not a good look for Broad Ripple right now because they have been under fire for years. Like a lot of people are feeling that this community is no longer safe, and it's just really sad that you have people that come out and they don't have any regards for life. They don't care about anybody else you know my thing is if you are going to if you if you want to be miserable stay at home you know people are not trying to spend spend their hard-earned money working all week and then you go out to have a good time and you have to be fearful for your life but you know what i i think it has a lot to do with is because they're closing all these other clubs down so everybody is starting to flock to yeah. the Broad Ripple area. Because I can, I can oh, name several clubs that I used to personally go to. Silhouette being one that got burned down. You know, a yeah. couple other clubs. You know, so these people are flocking to the Broad Ripple area. That, you know, not trying to stereotype nobody or, you know, put a label on nobody. But these are the bad people that are flocking to Broad Ripple, bringing the problem with them. Right. So... Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say this, y'all. I, I just feel with that whole entire situation... There was some some sketchy stuff that happened with that situation. For one, when that story first came out, they didn't even know. They didn't even um, say whether or not. Um, Halloween. Hey. Come in. Come in. Hey, yeah. guys. So nobody really said that um, whether or not the the. the shooting took place inside or outside the bar. Um, Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah, um, so it was a lot of sketchy stuff. And then the thing is, like, Connors never really came out and 
made a public statement about this. Yeah. yeah. So it was some things. I'm thinking there's probably some legal stuff that's going on. But I will say this, and I don't care who's listening. Anybody that knows Connor, Connor's is. Yeah, Connors is not about the right. Have a good night. They they sit up here like the police sit up here and allow any and everything to go to go on outside that club when the bar is closed. And it's like they as long as they get them out that bar, they don't care what goes on outside that bar. And I think it was one of those things to where you know uh have a good night. Have a good night guys. Good night. Good night. Bye. Yeah, so I just kind of think it's one of those things where, you know, it's, it's some stuff that's been swept under the rug. That's I think it was surprising to me. I'm like, all those officers that lined up in the middle yeah. of that street no, and no, you know, right. this man just lost his life. Some senseless bullshit, pretty much. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. yeah. How? Like, how all these officers is out there is just, I don't know. That's what's mind boggling to me. I just, I don't understand it. And all the reports are saying that it was like he was trying to break up a fight. Like, that's what was going on. Like, he was trying to break up a fight. Why were, yeah. Why was he the one that had to break up the fight? Right. Because they are there to protect and <laughs> serve. Like, you're yeah. supposed to, you know, if you see the situation getting out of control, why didn't they step in and defuse the situation? Why did it go on? To, you know, yeah. how did it get to that point? That's my question. Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the thing about it, too. It's like, we're sorry. Yeah. Wait, hang on. It says something right there. Oh, oh. What Oh, paused. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, I just, I just kind of feel that there, it's just, it's just a lot of stuff, shady and underhanded stuff that's going on in in Broad Ripple, and it's just, I, I don't think that the police are really helping because I see all the stuff that goes on down there. Even though there, it's not as many people that are coming out to Broad Ripple anymore. But there's still a lot of stuff that's going on, and the police just stand by. They, I see them out there laughing. They, they, they instigate a lot of the stuff that's going on out there, and I just feel that Congress is like a perfect example of this. And I'm gonna tell you this: like since that has happened, I've kind of driven around that boy, like after three, to see what's been going on out there, honey. It's been quiet as a church mouse out there. Uh, you you don't see no rats running around in that damn um, alley. You don't you don't see you don't see a, a nothing. You don't see a gnat, a fly, or nothing. It is quiet out there. So I kind of feel that now they're under fire because the, that community, like the Broadway community, they're not gonna have that going on out there. Especially when they're trying to build up Broad Ripple, they're building up condos and stuff like that. You know, they're starting to push back and I and I and I hate to say this if Congress doesn't get it together in bars like that, they're going to um find themselves pushed out of that community because people are getting tired of that. You know? Yeah. So I, didn't they have a person of interest? Yes, they had a person of interest. Um yeah. yeah. Did you guys see that? No, I hadn't seen I hadn't seen a person of interest. Yeah. yeah. It was a lady. Yeah, they said that she she wasn't the one that pulled the trigger, but she was with the guys that did it. Uh, and um, how did he even get away with all those? Op- right, listen. I don't know. I'm well, just... I'm gonna give y'all some inside tea. It's not Somebody... like this is like some kind of like out of the wood, out of the wave like place. This is downtown Broad Ripple. 
This is like right in the middle of downtown Broadway. I would like to. They should have swarmed that that suspect in like two point five. It just. And I mean three. It, it don't make yeah. no damn sense to me. It just. I would like and to three o'clock in the morning is like. Well. I mean, it's late, but it's not that. But late. There's no way he should have got away. Period. Period. Well, I think it has a lot to do more with the ineffectiveness of the IMPD than it does about Broadway. Right. Because I'm on Nextdoor. That's what I'm saying. If anyone hasn't used the Nextdoor app. Okay, so for all the people that live in a certain neighborhood that uses Nextdoor, um, especially in Butler Tarkington, there's been so many complaints about robberies and questionable, questionable people. And multiple people have even went to the IMPD, especially when we had a community night two months ago where the IMPD was present. So I feel like it's not just in Broad Ripple, it's, it's everyone in Indianapolis. Now, maybe the IMPD is having issues of their own. We, I get that. But still, people want to be able to be safe going to the bars or anywhere else at night. Never mind. I just feel like, what's the excuse though? Like, there's just no excuse. IMP was yeah. out there, the end. Mm-hmm. It should have been nothing else after that. There was no way it should be no person of interest. Y'all should have caught his ass right then and there. <laughs> right, right. Period. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have never even got, that person should have never got away. If, I don't know if y'all been to Bright Ripple, but they're in the middle of the street. They're in exactly. the middle of the street. They're walking up and down the sidewalks. I just don't see how so, this person got away. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm at a loss for words. The yeah. Now, personally, yeah. I don't know how everyone else feels about the level of safety or the level of crime in Indianapolis, but I lived in Memphis, Tennessee for two years. And Bill Street, which is an iconic place, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of things that happen on Bill Street, including the crime. Now, maybe we all have to be aware of the fact that we can't always rely on the police for everything, and, you know, we should. But at the same time, wherever you're going, whether it's Broad Ripple or downtown Indianapolis, you just have to be vigilant yeah. and be aware of your surroundings. But yes, crime does happen no matter where you go. And it should have never happened to this guy who tried to break up the fight. But don't rely on the police to, to help you. Right. I feel like at this yeah. point of our lives, we all have to come in agreement, whether you're on next door or when, or whether you, you are with friends. But whatever you do at night, make sure you're with people. Mm-hmm. You know, there's power in numbers. Protect yourself. Yeah. And if you're on next door, you know, if you say something, see something. Right. The way around. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. The way around. See something, say something. Other way around. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, I will, let me say this, y'all. I, I feel that so many times we wait on the police to uh, police our communities. It, it takes all of us to come together. Like like you said, if you see something, mm-hmm. if you see something say something. It's not our job. It's not their job to solely police our community. We have to take responsibility, you know, and I think so many times, like, you know, we sit around waiting on somebody to save us. No, we we, we have the tools, you know, in our back pocket that we can use to, you know, make our communities better. And I, and I kind of feel like we live in a culture, too, that, you know, everybody's afraid to be a snitch. You know what I'm saying? But when it happens to somebody that you love and somebody that you care about, then then the then, yeah, say something. right. So it's you know I just I just want to send out condolences to the family. That's just my thing. I just feel like you know this culture in Broad Ripple is getting out of control. 
You know, yeah, it's not even about, job. yeah, it's not even about going out anymore. Like the whole drug culture is taking over. And I ain't knocking nobody, you do, do what you do. But I think that these drugs have <clears throat> infiltrated these clubs and these people are not thinking rationally. They're just doing any and everything. And I just think that it's, you know, it's just, it's time to get, uh, just to reclaim these streets, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So moving out ain't gonna do yeah. shit. Yeah. But so if, if you, you love the neighborhood enough, you gotta priority. fight for it. Right. Yeah. Your first go to. Mm-hmm. Right. You gotta so fight for those. Here's streets. the number for Indiana Crime Stoppers. It's 317-262-8477. So anybody watching, if you have any information on what happened, call. Mm-hmm. Load that phone yes. up. It's mm-hmm. it's not snitching. We are trying to keep our community is safe and, and it's ridiculous that you can't that we have to we have to be so vigilant it's ridiculous that we can't just go out and have a fun night out and we have to be so afraid and have to be so like vigilant about our safety and the safety of the people around us but i mean it's the reality of the thing and we have to do what we can to make our communities safe and make the places that we frequent safe places. Right. Sounds good. All right. That's, that's a good place to move on to our next topic. Um, I want to talk about the entire Amber Geiger trial. You know, we're going to get into some fun stuff. We're going to get, we're getting <laughs> oh, all the serious stuff. This is for me. Get the serious we're stuff out of the way. Yeah. Apparently. So I'm tonight. a new prayer for this. Yeah. So, as you guys know, Amber Geiger was sentenced earlier. She was sentenced earlier this month. And she will be serving 10 years for shooting Botham Jean after entering his apartment and shooting him. Um, A lot of people are alleging that there could have been a possible relationship between these two before um, the shooting. Really? And um, yeah, they're. they're, Are you serious? This is news to me. Yes. And some people are saying that I was watching Lovely T. She said that. Um, there's been pictures that's been scrubbed off the internet of her and um, the family. Like they they knew this girl, but it doesn't it doesn't negate what she what she did. No, you know. Um, yeah, it kind of makes it worse. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. kind of makes it pretty plain. Gotta be careful who you sleep with. But this is my thing, y'all, and I want y'all opinion on this. What do you think about the conduct of Botham Jean's brother and the judge and that bailiff that was petting that girl's hair like she was a pet monkey in the damn zoo? I I don't know. Inappropriate. Now, his family, like, I get that, like, you know, you can't let the kind of darkness. She got poor drink on that one. (laughs) I get, like, her family not wanting to, like, let it poison them, but, like, the bailiff and the judge and, like, having all of that go on, like, that's weird. It's weird, and um, I I agree. I I mean, look, let's let's be let's be real. You know, as a black community, we we are very divided and conflicted on the idea of forgiveness because you know mm. most of us have grown up in the church, and you know, the good Lord and Jesus Christ, you know, they they teach us about forgiving those who don't deserve it, and I get that because. You know, as a Christian, you know, Jesus died on the cross for all of us to be forgiven. However, Mm. there's 
there's a thin line between, you know, forgiving someone for the purpose of giving yourself peace and forgiving someone as a means of sweeping the problem under the rug. Mm, now, yeah. I have nothing against what's, what had transpired at that court, but let's be real. We are running out of forgiveness, mm. especially when these things continue to happen. Now, look, I'm a law-abiding citizen, okay? And I... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people snorting on the back okay but seriously no seriously I want to have a reason to respect law enforcement but this is really trying my patience I mean this person was shot in their apartment mm. by this lady and I don't feel like she had any remorse at all. And if, if anything, she tried to cover it up. Why should I forgive you if you don't even say you're sorry? Now, I know that the, the young man, I, look, I, I applaud him for doing that and the family too. But that was their decision. Yeah. That doesn't mean the majority of us as a consensus have to acknowledge that. Yeah. Because if we were all in that courtroom, we would have just said, no, fuck this girl. Because that, no, you took away someone from me. Why Mm -hmm. should I forgive you? The day that I will forgive you is the day that you are bestowed the same amount of pain and suffering that was bestowed upon the family. Now, I'm not saying that they should, they should be, you know, tortured to death. No, I'm just saying. If if Miss Geiger well, was 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 really sorry for what she did, like if she if she was honestly sorry for what she did, then yes, I would forgive her. But she has to realize you you took a person's life for no reason at all, and you expect forgiveness. Now that little display between. Uh, the the judge and that her. Weird. That's weird. No, that's, that's why I draw the line. Th- that's the thing. That's that why weird. we're all wondering was forgiveness really worth it? Because she didn't need to do all that extra shit where giving her a Bible and hugging her and shit. Yeah. Really? That's, Would you forgive yeah. R. Kelly for what he did? Oh. Well, let me say this, y'all. Let me say this. Well, let me say this. I, I don't think that forgiveness um equals absolution of guilt. No. I feel that what they were talking about like this she should walk this walk free or whatever. She he doesn't even want her to spend time. People have to realize there's consequences for anything that you do in life. And my thing is okay, if the family wants to do that, that's fine. Like but I just feel it's a that's time. A prerogative as the family. I, I think there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. And because I think so many times we're openly forgiving these people and it's giving these um, people the green light, especially here in the African-American community to for some of these white supremacists to to wage warfare on us because they think all we're going to do is pray and, and sing Kumbaya and forgive. And I said, I just feel like there's a time and place for that stuff. If you want to forgive, that's good. But I just she feel has to deal with her consequences. Yes, mm-hmm. and I feel that that judge should be ashamed of herself because you are supposed to uphold the law. law. You're supposed to be non-biased, and you're supposed to to conduct yourself in a certain way in that courtroom. Yeah. Now, what she doesn't realize is they're saying that Amber Geiger is possibly uh, thinking about appealing 
this sentence. And this is going to set her up. Not surprising. To, yeah. This is going to set her up. These The actress in this courtroom is going to set her up for potentially getting out of prison doing no time. And I just kind of feel like we have to... She appeals that that's yeah. the most selfish yeah. stuff ever. But think of it this way. Even if she did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, I feel like at least when it comes to like the whole forgiveness aspect of it, there's two different things going on with it. There's the family who has every right to forgive her to get to a point where they can move on with their lives because like I feel like they deserve that this is a horrific thing to go through with your someone in your family your 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 brother your child being murdered in their home um so that's an entirely separate thing from a judge who is supposed to stand for justice and to be the representative of justice doing this that's a two very different things Mm -hmm. especially when not even what a week ago someone else got shot in their home Mm -hmm. a woman gets shot in her home yeah by another police officer in texas 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 is losing out here like Like, they really i mean you could forgive but you will never forget that's the that's that is the difference between it that's the difference between a family saying this for their own mental health and a, uh, a a a member of the justice saying it is of two very different things because a member of the justice saying this is like Seneca said, just making it seem as if there are no consequences mm-hmm. to officers of the law shooting people in their homes for no reason. Yeah, I mean, you and have- that's a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. I just feel like if she appeals it. To me, she she was never sorry to begin with. Mm-hmm. I feel like you, if you if you're truly sorry, you're gonna sit yeah. down and do your yeah, time. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's right. But do that's fine. Yeah. I mean, even if she doesn't serve, you still have to live with the fact that people are not going that's to forget true. what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, so you can deal with it either way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In jail or yeah. When you want to re- regardless of what happened in Ferguson or what happened with Trayvon, the person who did the act still has to live with the fact that you did it. And unfortunately, I don't think that's necessarily a deterrent. That's the, sad, that's the sad fact. It still happens, yes. Yeah. That, the, that there is no guilt. And that is what, that's honestly the thing that makes me the most sad about these cases of you mm. know, people being shot in their homes and mm. like, mm-hmm. this, like these racist attacks. Like, there's no guilt. You can look at these people and like see George the lack of guilt. Yeah. That's my biggest fear with Amber Ga- Geiger, however you say her name. I feel like they're they're gonna try to create a story. She's gonna get paid for what she, she already has a story. And I just I just think it's so messed up to get paid behind something that happened so tragic where you know you're not even looking at the 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 family side of it, you know what I mean? They're going to have to deal with this for the rest of their life, and she's going to profit off of it. Yeah. And that's my biggest fear, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, 
Yeah. And it's just gonna get people an outlet to, you know, say, not oh, I can to, do that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And make it make it continue to be a thing because exactly. if, oh, if she can get away with it, if she's got like a book deal or a movie deal exactly. or whatever out of it, yeah. that's fine. But somebody about to go the Count of Monte Cristo on her ass. I mean, we can for, we can forgive you all you want. I can forgive you and still take your ass to court. Ooh, yeah. And that's very true. I think that's valid that you can forgive because ultimately it's not for the other person. It's for yourself. Exactly. You know right. what I mean? Because if you hold on to that bitterness at the end of the day, you're doing damage to yourself. So that's definitely a thing that, you know, because regardless, we, we don't know her mindset. We don't know the family's mindset. But at the end of the day, we know that forgiveness ultimately is for themselves so they can move on with some type of closure that regardless... Whether she never says sorry and is never sorry for it, they forgave her and she has to live with that. Right. So ultimately, sure. she's never going to live with peace about it because she knows what she did. She knows where her heart was with it. So she knows her actions and she thought about that. That was premeditated. So it wasn't anything that was like, uh, oh, my bad. And then I'm sorry because, oh, my gosh, I really thought this was something that's going on. So it's just ultimately that you know forgiveness is for is for yourself it's not for the other person so even if she don't have remorse she's going to live with it subconscious anyway you know what i mean that she did it so how do you feel about her if, if she possibly appeals it though what what does that say like what is your uh, can i be real but how do you you know how do you feel about that at that I mean, point if she appeals it so to be real i just feel like we're in a justice system that was never meant to protect and serve us. Mm. Okay. Ooh, um, that's deep. That's deep. So, Learn your laws. Yeah. So, Go to school, be so at the end of the day, it doesn't surprise me mm. if that's the case. You know what I mean? Yes, Every yes. once in a while, they'll be like, let's make an example just so we can keep some tension down. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's going to be like that. that. But that's at true. the end of the day, you always have to have a have an open eye, an open ear. You know what I mean? You have like to be conscious said. of everything. I just yeah, think of it as that Edgar Allan Poe short story, the Telltale Heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Whatever she got hidden underneath the floorboards is gonna come up to bite her knee. So it's, as long as you're still living, it's never too late to say you're sorry. I don't know. I'm I'm honestly afraid that because I mean. I'm honestly afraid that that you, I mean, because to have things like that, to feel remorse, to to kind of have that guilt, you have to care. Mm. And I'm afraid that in this case, in a number of cases that we've they seen recently, care. they just don't care. And that's what honestly scares the hell out of me is that these people don't care. They won't feel guilt. It won't. It won't eat at them. Yeah. And that's honestly the scariest and saddest part of yeah. of. It is scary, but it's a reality for most of us. You're right. Exactly. Well, well, guys, I want to go to because a lot of this stuff that you're saying. I don't know if you guys know who Judge Lynn Toller is, but she mm-hmm. yeah, she was lady. yeah she was recently on Ricky Smiley's show. Yes. You know yes. Ricky Smiley's show. I I like this interview because. I wish Ricky Smiley would have just shut up and let her talk more, <laughs> but she made some good points, and I just want to play this real quick, and also, before we move on, because we got a lot to talk about, y'all, I want to talk about the whole Joshua Brown 
aspect of it because he was the witness that got killed. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna go to these clips real quick, and then we're gonna come back. I'm gonna play a few minutes of each, but um, this kind of like goes into what we've been talking about because she, this is coming from a judge. Like she's gonna give it to you from a non-biased point of view, like from the court of law point of point of view. So I'm gonna go to this real quick, and I'm gonna come back with the rest of my commentary. Do you think the judge that was sitting on the bench behavior towards Amber Geyer in the whole Dallas police shooting situation was appropriate? Uh, and how? And then uh, give me the the legal side of what you think. Let's just say if you was on the Texas State Bar Association, and give me the personal side. And how you feel about that whole situation? Because you know it was an uproar. Right, right. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think what she did was in, grossly inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Oh. Wait a minute. Wait. I, okay. See, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy, Brent. I think everybody agrees that that was just. Unusual. But there, but there are a lot of levels to the things that she did wrong. First of all, she did not. Although I did not see the entire sentencing, you need to focus on why she's going to jail. She made a lot of mistakes. She she was you know the the decision to fire was made uh, recklessly. She didn't look around in her surroundings. She didn't pay attention. She already had some kind of racial animus. So she had all these things that she did wrong. That's what you focus on. You're going to prison for this, not I'm so sorry you made a mistake. That's number one. Number two, you can't, not only are judges not allowed to do improper things, you have to Im- avoid the appearance of impropriety. Yes. And she's not in the habit of hugging murderers. Oh! And she shouldn't have hugged this one because the only reason she hugged her because she was a police officer. Uh-huh. That's number two. And that, that's what people come away with. And then what you do when you do that is you get divisive in the community because you upset people. You have to know how things, the optics look. The third problem that she had is she shouldn't have given her a Bible. What are you going to do with the atheist killers? You know what I mean? You can't proselytize from the bench. You you, you know, you, you, you just can't do it. You know, your beliefs are your beliefs. Right. But the, the separation of church and state is a very serious thing. Mm. And you can't just, you know, I'm going to forgive you guys. Don't forgive me. I'm going to give you a bite. Ah. Because my thing is, you know, and I support, and I be, be out here trying to help people, you know, you know, get, 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 get people that look like us get seated to the bench. And then you see something like that, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. And then there was this judge that turned around and gave somebody 10 days in and falling asleep on jury duty. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I think that, you know, um, different states and different jurisdictions have different ways of doing business. But I think what we forget about judges is that we're human. And I don't think we get trained appropriately to separate ourselves from how we feel and what we do. You know, they just give you that robe and tell you the rules and they don't give you any kind of emotional training. Right. And and I think that they should. That judge gave him 10 days because he was irritated. His docket got set back 45 minutes. That's why that cat got 10 days. He was irritated. But you've got to learn the difference between being irritated and being disrespected. Right. Through the dedicated work of my detectives, we have identified three suspects in the Joshua Brown this murder. Is Joshua Brown. This is the Mitchell, chief of police. Black male, 20 yeah. years of age. Michael Mitchell, black male, 
32 years of age. Thaddeus Green, black male, 22 years of age. According to suspect Eucurius Mitchell, all three suspects came from Alexandria, Louisiana, to purchase drugs from Joshua Brown. Yeah, it don't sound right. He's the one that contacted Joshua Brown. He's a streaming girl. So they drove to the office location. Thaddeus Green gets out of the vehicle, has a conversation with Joshua Brown, escalates into physical altercations. Let me take and a sip on that. Jacarius Mitchell right. gets out of the vehicle and he states that Joshua Brown orders him back into the vehicle and shoots him in the chest. As he's laying in the vehicle, he hears two more gunshots. He says that Thaddeus Green shot Joshua Brown two times. According to the autopsy report, Joshua Brown was shot two times in his lower body. One was a through and through. At first, I heard that they body, said he got shot in the mouth. Spine, like, that was. Traveled upward. Well, I guess it's been. I guess they got That's this. what it was. Thaddeus Green also took the backpack that Joshua Brown had, as well as the gun that Joshua Brown had. Michael Mitchell was the driver. He dropped Thaddeus Green off at an unknown location, and he took Jacarius Mitchell to Promise Hospital to receive treatment. He was later transported to Parkland Hospital where he is currently in police custody. We will execute a warrant for capital murder on him today. We also received numerous tips as it related to the killing of Mr. Brown and in that we executed a search warrant in Mr. Brown's apartment where we confiscated 12 pounds of marijuana, 143 grams, of THC cartridges and $4,000 in cash. We have also issued capital murder warrants for the other two suspects, Michael Mitchell and Thaddeus Green. I want to assure the citizens of Dallas that we will continue to be transparent and we will provide updates as they materialize concerning this case. Okay, I thought this was because I think somebody had people have been alleging that they are behind the Dallas Police Department is trying to cover stuff about. I thought that there was a clip out here that said that um, we're going to be transparent and you know because I guess a lot of people have been getting, kind of giving them the side eye because a lot of this stuff is not adding up. With Nico this case. just made some good points. Yeah, I want you to say it now that the clip's over. What, yeah, what? so this kid, okay. It was just funny that they found out all of this stuff after the fact. He had four, $4,000, I think, I forgot how many pounds of marijuana, all those THC cartridges. Yeah, all this stuff in his apartment. Allegedly. Allegedly. But this comes out after the fact. So you mean to tell me that a man that is getting ready to testify against... Uh, Dallas PD. He's got all this stuff in his apartment, and y'all don't say. You mean to tell me they ain't dug through this man's background? They ain't scrubbed his background clean. They ain't tried to find every little nook and cranny of this man's background. And then after the fact, this is what pops up no, in his apartment. A, no, you made another valid point about the gated. Oh, it's a gated community. So I was in Dallas of, um, uh, about a couple of months ago, and we went to this this um, this live music set. And so my friend was like, hey, you want to see where the apartment complex is? Because it wasn't far. And it's a gated community. And the only people that have these codes are like, you know, of course, residents. 
but also emergency personnel. So these guys drove all the way four hours for some weed from a place that was legal to a place state that's not legal to mm. purchase weed to a gated community. community. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds fishy. very, very. Fishy. That is the most fishy part, though. That, yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. They drove from Louisiana, a state where weed is legal, right, to Texas. To Texas. That's like three to hours. To purchase weed. Three hours. Three it's plus. actually a four-hour. Yeah, drive. it's three plus yeah. hours. So my thing is yeah. like it just it, everything and uh, you know the other young lady, the one that. A lot of people are mentioning, but she needs protection. Bunny, the one that did the video. So yeah. when it first happened, and McGregor came out, and she was pacing and on the phone, not with uh, 911. She was on the phone with her partner, who was also her lover, who she was having an affair with. Oh, yeah, the one that sat on the phone and testified and lied on the stand. Nobody is saying anything about this. This police officer that lied on the stand, admitted to um, um, destroying evidence, admitted to concocting a lie, and he's back on the streets. Wow. Nobody's mentioning that. And I think wow. sometimes we, as a community, get kind of deferred. We focus, I feel like we're focusing on the wrong things. A lot of, a lot of stuff that's out here that's going on, we're not focusing on. This man is still a cop. He's still on the street. He admittedly lied. And then the FOP... That's a whole the fraternal order police, the people, the people that's that like good old boys club. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Deep down the rabbit they hole. They try to concoct a story on tape. Y'all, I mean, it's it the whole thing is crazy, and then we're not even that's talking scary about part Tatiana. Still, Tatiana I, Jefferson. I was yeah. at, I I listened to I sat there and watched that whole town hall meeting, and it was crazy. And the whole time, the mayor, the uh, they sit up there and they were on their cell phones. Ooh. They were wasn't paying attention, and they had all these people. If you could find that, that there was different clips, but there was a woman. I mean, it was and it was people from all walks of life there talking about how they don't feel, how they're covering up. Mm. Now they're trying to spin it and say, oh, well, they didn't know he was going to a welfare check. Now he was going to a burglary check. That's why he acted the way he did. Wow. And this white woman that stood up there, who was a defense attorney. She just made a very valid point because she said six years ago she had the same thing happen to her, and the only thing that went to her mind was if they were going to shoot my dog. Yeah, I got that. Yes. I shared that on my wall. Yeah, she yeah. said, but she said, but if I was Atiana Jefferson, Atiana Jefferson, I would have to worry about if they were going to shoot me because mm. they did the same thing to her. They came through her backyard. Mm. And somebody called yeah. the police about a barking dog and they came through her backyard with the flashlights. And her doors and, were wide and open. And her doors were wide open. And my thing is, this young lady was in there. This man, people are trying to, again, we focus on the wrong thing. They're trying to blame the neighbor. This is a 60 plus year old man. Two o'clock in the morning. I would have did the same thing. Somebody saw the door Yeah, open. a door yeah, is a jar. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't know what's going on. He's worried. Of course he's going to call, but he called a non-emergency line. So it's just like, my thing is, a, a guy made a valid statement, you know, when it comes to police officers, and every police officer is not bad. Right. You know, but let's, 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 to, yeah, let's, like, yeah. yeah. You, got, you ain't got the, you, we don't have the complexion for the protection. But Rachel made a good point. It, it, you know, people pay attention to what they want to pay attention to. Mm, yeah. Instead of paying attention to the right things and what we need to focus on. Those are the type of things that we need to be focused on that didn't make the media. Yeah. 
But that you got, yeah. but see, that's that's the thing. The media is spoon feeding us what they want us but to. Want them, and they're, and they're, if they, they're feeding you the narrative that they want you to to have, and that's why a lot of people are leave. They're not paying attention to traditional media, and a lot of people are. Um, doing independent media, a lot of people are paying attention to the people that are on the street because these news media, these, they these, spin it. yeah, they, they'll spin it. Like, and Nika, I know, and I know how I, I've seen how some of these art, some of these articles that are being released and stuff like that. We go on some of the message boards and some of the uh, the threads on Facebook, and you just see how it, it's it's so biased. Like, and these, the way that people think. You can tell that they've been programmed by the meat. You know what I'm saying? People don't have a mind of their own. They're not critical thinkers. What she was saying was, it's not so much that they give us any information. They give us a point of view. They tell us what we're supposed to believe. That's true. You're right about that. Yeah, they give you the opinion you're supposed to have. Like that kid at that school got punched by the officer. But when they came out and broadcast, they said he did a defense attack, an open hand you clearly <laughs> But wait a minute, Hold up. We ain't even gonna get on that because I'm not even gonna throw you off on topic. They had that video from two different angles. He can't, there's no way for that officer to even try to freaking spin that because it first of all, you didn't even read, read that little boy his Miranda rights, yep. the mama, nobody. That's where you really messed up. Yeah. yeah. So, but then the ain't no way around it. No, no. Nah. I don't give a damn if the media try to spin it another way or not. It is two different videos that are right there. From two different angles, from somebody that they didn't even know was recording. But you know, overall, the, this is the moral of the story, children. Yeah, well, because we don't, gotta wrap don't this be up. buying the honey from the store when you can get it straight from the bees. I, <laughs> See, I ain't messing with you. You better go. You better go to the. Better go to the beehive to get your buzz. Yeah. 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 It's like you. You want to derail right now? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. the beehive, honey. You need that beehive will sting your ass. You need. But, Especially it's Beyonce beehive that will sting your you ass. Need the truth, no, but you need the truth too. raw and unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> because, like he said, everything is on independent media now. Yeah. So it is. You're going to have to hear it from the horse's mouth. And, or do your own investigation. Yeah. That's what we're seeing. Is, the problem is, what we're seeing is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, you Like you said, we had two videos, two different perspectives. There was a video of this woman, um, uh, Miss uh, Officer Geiger, whatever her first name is, uh, pacing back and forth, freaking out after she killed this man. We have the video. We have the technology has come so far that we are we are the media. You we can, can we can do it. The problem is no one cares. Yeah. Nope. Nope. The young lady that did that video, she did an interview and she said that. She lost her job behind that video. I would be scared. She worked in the pharmaceutical business. Mm -hmm. All her credentials were blackballed. Yes. She can't get another job. Exactly. She said that for um, um, she's had death threats. What does that do with her? Check this out. Check this out though, because they said they her job gave her some basically bullshit ass reason as to why um, that they couldn't be affiliated because it was too much attention. But Negative press, not only yeah. that, she said it was three guys that came in suits to her house. 
and they just said that they were feds. They were the feds. They never gave what branch they were from. Never said they were Homeland Security. Never said they were FBI. They just said they were the feds. They didn't offer up a card, anything. She said one guy gave his first name. And she kept asking, who are you guys with? Who are you guys with? They wanted in- in information. They wanted the video. They wanted all this stuff. And so she was like scared for her life. She didn't give them any information. But that's the type of stuff that she has to deal with. You know, so you don't know who these people are and how, what kind of lengths that they will go to to protect and, and keep, yeah, yeah, of course, protect and sweep all this shit up under the rug so that they can come out looking good. Knowing that they dirty, knowing that they did, you know, it's just, it's sad. Not, and I was worried when, when Joshua Brown got killed, I automatically thought of her. I was worried. I'm like, they don't have all Yeah. I'm still worried for her. Because he would have been the one of the number one witnesses for the appeal case. God. He would have been one of the. Now you don't have. So him. his case is still like. Invested. It's still, yeah, his is ongoing. Yeah, it's ongoing. It's ongoing. So yeah. It's gonna be ongoing, all right? They gonna never get solved. They only have for his case. They only have. They have. Um, they don't have any like evidence on him. Right. Like they they've claimed that these three guys have come uh, from Alexandria, Louisiana, to and they were the ones who killed him. But they haven't made any arrests yet. They haven't even made so any, like, they haven't detained anyone Exactly. Yeah. I guess we should make Point taken. All right. All right, y'all. This, yeah. <laughs> this, the rabbit hole goes so deep in this. <laughs> to be continued. To be continued. Now, how many of y'all ready to talk about some lighter stuff? Because this is... Yes. Yeah. I need That's a gopher hole, baby. That ain't a rabbit hole. That's a gopher hole. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, let's get to... We're going to go to the entertainment segment of our show, y'all. Let's do anything. Let's do, let's do we're that. gonna talk let's about. We're gonna get there. The we'll get there. But I'm gonna talk about Kaya first. Oh, oh, miss yeah. my my Ms. neck, my back, Ms. my Ms. titties, Ms. my titties in my back. Right. Now, are we gonna play her songs? My nah, back. nah. I'm not about to get flagged on my show, y'all. I'm not about to get flagged on my show. My neck, my back. Now let me tell y'all. Okay, let's not get ourselves messed up for copyrights right now. We, we gonna be yeah. busting on her. We can't. Yeah, we got, we got, we, yeah, we got, we got to rotate. Okay, now, now for the past couple of months, Kai has been losing out here in these streets. Now, uh, I want to know: is it karma or is it coincidence? For one, recently on her, uh, right, her titties popped out of her shirt. She had this long shirt. Ooh, did you see him? She had a wardrobe malfunction? Yeah. She had, wait, wait, like, where? Oh, she was on YouTube Live and her titties popped out from under her shirt. Get out of here. Huh, them damn, like, Gaysha 305 said them titties was hanging like slaves. Stop. And them thing. No, you didn't. Did you see that? On her own Facebook Live, yes, on her own Facebook Live, yes. Huh, them was some struggle titties. Them was some struggle titties. They were. You, you know, you, you're the one who started this live video. You know, you're gonna be recorded, and you don't think, hey, maybe I should change my shirt. 
She ain't had no bra on. Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe I but she on that show on. roasting and gagging every damn time. <laughs> now, not only that, that following week or two weeks after that, her phone line got disconnected on the show while she was oh, live. Yep. And then she tried her to play it off. Her phone got cut off? Yes. Yeah. She said, my phone got disconnected. My phone got disconnected. I thought it was due on the 20. <laughs> Embarrassed. She admitted it? Yeah, she is struggling. That, oh. you see, that goes to show you when she did T.S. Madison the way she did, now she's struggling in these streets because they was getting coins, they was getting bags, and now she can't even keep her damn phone line But it's on. just like you said, T.S. Madison brought it on herself too because you knew that girl was messy long before you brought her on to that show. Yeah. I don't know if you were yeah, trying to bring her on yeah. to, for right hands because you, a lot of people you knew she was going to be the alleged person to, you know, throw everything out there, but you brought it on yourself, too. So yeah. has that little sign, allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. They said that and, and don't get me wrong, I love me some T.S. Madison, but you was wrong, sis, because yeah. people was telling you, like, when Kaya came on there, this girl's been problematic for the community. Like, she said some homophobic stuff, and she still says it, but she always uses us just like so many people use the gay community. Y'all use them for clicks and views and get a bag but then y'all want to just throw them under the bus so which way is it going to be like are you going to be against them or are you going to be for them that's the same way in the church they use the gays they use them to um, bring people to their ministries to get their choirs together but then you want to talk shit about them so I need to know which side of the fence you on so not only did her phone get disconnected but Word on the street is that promo van that she been driving. Man, we don't know if it got told or repossessed. But I'm, I'm thinking it probably got told. Yeah, because I'm thinking yeah, there's that- a picture of it on the flat, like a flatbed truck. Like not not even like a tow truck. Like this was like a flatbed truck. That damn ice cream damn truck. <laughs> what? That's a damn shame. Like that got repossessed. That was not told. That was a repossession. <laughs> but let me that tell y'all something. That's that's a that's a woman on YouTube called Geisha three hundred five, oh, and Geisha three hundred five is from Miami, Florida. Yeah. Now y'all know that Kaya claims that she's from Tampa, but Geisha put her on blast and said, "Girl, you around here claiming that you from Tampa and you from Miami, but you from Philadelphia." <laughs> and she put out two diss tracks on her back in two thousand seventeen, and Kaya ain't said one piece. Now, I, that's why I say P- Kaya picks and chooses who she wants to go after. Now, I want I want to play these two clips of Geisha 305 roasting her. And y'all going to, honey, y'all about to fall on this floor because Geisha was just spitting them true facts. So, I'm going to go to these clips and I'm going to come back to the rest of my commentary. But That's some drug activity. <laughs> 
See, this is the problem I have with you swamp alligator throwing them out assholes that go to jail for boosting to try to act like you went to jail off some gangster shit. Kaya, from the look of all too in the mug shots, you look like you was caught stealing out of bird ass, Woolworths, Zales, and a local corner store, bitch. The more fucked up hair dudes doing fingerprinting is the dead giveaway. All that melodramatic activity you do on YouTube lets everybody know that you ain't never pinched a bitch. And you had the audacity to say, I'm trying to dress like you and look like you, bitch, only when I'm making fun of your raggedy ass. Bitch, don't nobody want to look like they shop in the local thrift store and swap me. Not being a famous rapper. Get off the gas, bitch. You wear diapers on your head. And you do concerts and holding the wall clubs and sundresses. Now you feeling yourself in this little green, black, and yellow outfit you got on. Where you get that hat from? Knock off our us? Oh, that brim on that hat is so motherfucking big. That shit say $2, no tax. struggle your whole entire rap career. Now let's talk about why you always wiping the corner of your mouth, Kokiana. All that phone in your mouth made you look like a stray mutt that needed to be put to rest. I saw T.S. Madison had already laid your dog ass down. Girl, you can't even sit still on your live. You be speeding, sweating, wiping yourself down. What's up with all this hot, sweaty activity? Girl, if you don't get your dirty ass in the tub and resolve that perspiration problem, your no knowledge of fashion sense is the reason why Janet Jackson had you in that old ass black and white TV hole on the video. Girl, you got fans showing up at the concert talking about you got stains all on your flower dress. And you and this sister neon heavy eyeshadow wearing Juana man sitting in the back of this Uber waving this nickel plated gun around. Bitch y'all ain't finna shoot shit. Killers walk in silence ho. Stop performing. Bitch you ain't never shot nobody and you ain't never shot at nobody you fake ass Jamaican. I'ma need you to fix your mouth in Cause all them people in your mouth is causing a saliva over. Your mouth got to be stank. I kept looking at that live with you trying to go in on me and I said that backseat gotta smell like ass. We in the year 2019 all pharmacies, CVS Walgreens sell clear deodorant and spray on deodorant. Why the hell do you still got on that caked up white chalk deodorant up under your arm? And you got on this homemade applied polish and I can still see the dirt up under your fingertips through the red polish on them caveman hands. Talking about something. You see my red polish? Yeah, we see them dirty shits. We also can see your goddamn arteries through your nostrils. But not for no opened up an umbrella in your mouth. A thousand and one teeth is preventing your lips from touching. I'll be mad if I gotta ride an old ice cream truck just to get around. Now let's get back to this outfit. That shit you got on look like he came from Swamps and Swap Me out the kitchen. Every time you wipe yourself in that backseat, you let everybody know that you smell like a sour pickle, a red hot sausage, and pickled eggs all in one jar. And you got the nerve to be calling people sour pussies. Well, we gonna call you sweaty puss. Bitch, if you ever flop your funky ass down by somebody, they gonna be like, what is the what is, what is this? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Talking about a bitch swinging on your pussy lips. You can tell you've been binging on Geisha number one fan YouTube channel. You trying to be a little Geisha out here. So if I'm swinging on your pussy lips, bitch, you are Tarzan on my pubic hair. Oh. That's the real reason you be oh. Because you was a fan of Geisha this song. You want to be a little Geisha. Bitch, you been imitating me since my space days. You even say pussy-ass hoes of me. That's that Dade County shit. Ho, you ain't from Dade. Bitch, you do one video with Trick Daddy and your delusional ass think you was born in Miami. Talking about us Florida people off 
the chain. Bitch, you from Philly. You concrete construction site built ass bitch. Girl, you look like a dedicated Damn. member of Michael Oxen Clap. Cause everything you wear look like you made. Your head be wrapped with curtains, tablecloth, jeans, grandchildren, clothing, stockings, bed sheets, quilts. Let you tell it I'm retarded. No, bitch, I'm Aki with. I can hit you with these flames every day. I don't get tired. Could you please call the coroner? Geisha is murking the whole gag nation. You and them black ass guns need to sit down somewhere. She is the president of the Black and Mild Committee. Yeah. Chicago. <laughs> Girl, I'm thinking of New Jay City right now, Pookie. Shakaya, aka Pookie. Why she call her the president of the Black Mouth community? <laughs> Listen, honey, honey ain't no true Black and Mouth. But honey, with all but but serious all seriousness. Kaya's been linked up with this guy by the name of uh, Jason Roger Pope. And Jason Roger Pope is a uh, promoter out of South Carolina. He's, he's a white promoter. And remember you sent me them pictures on Facebook of that, that profile? Now the rabbit hole runs deep in that because they said that uh, people are kind of linking her to this guy, and because he's been um, alleged to sleep with over 600 black women and infected them with HIV. Oh so, um, currently, he was arrested at the end of September, and but this is like something that's unrelated. They, they're saying that he um, is involved in sex trafficking. Wow. Now, I can believe it. Now, Kaya oh. gets on her videos. She roasts, she gags, she talks about everybody. But you are in cahoots with somebody like this. You see what I'm saying? And my thing is, it's like, girl, you like I, I, them, I wish y'all could have seen them pictures. If I could show y'all these oh, pictures, I'm about to show them. Yeah, <laughs> we'll post them. We'll link that shit. Yeah, so they said he did not disclose his status, and like a lot of these girls are underage that he infected. Wow. So, I yeah, it's it's crazy. And the thing about it is, a lot of people are saying that. Um, oh God. Yeah. Oh. Oh my God. Oh, that's them with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Here, just scroll up here. I'm Rachel. sure we're going to see that on screen. Yeah. Now, just scroll up a little bit. Now, in all, now in all fairness, now, in all fairness, I'm not going to say because she was in in a picture. Hey, cousin. Because she was in a picture, doesn't mean that she slept with him or had HIV, but. Kai is the first person to always say that some. Ooh, excuse me. Somebody, yeah. So to me now, karma's coming back on you, and a lot of people are dragging her. Like, how could you even be uh, affiliated affiliated with that? And they said, like, by the looks of a lot of these women, like that this guy was sleeping with, they can tell that these women were kind of struck. They they were struggle. Like they was caught up in the struggle, and they had low self esteem. And you was right there. Yeah. yeah. You was at these Hotel 6 parties. Hotel 6. So, I, it's not a really good look for her. And I look just... Look how Nika looking. Nika looking. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Nika, 
Nico Bice is turned up. Like, oh, childish. That's the struggle. No. That's just a dirty bunkers, honey. Can you imagine what that hotel room smells like? I, listen, I thought about it and I'm like, listen, I don't even Why would want you to picture the smell of that room. <laughs> but how did she get all the way to South Carolina? They say roaches can crawl. Honey, it was 165 pictures. 165 Ooh. pictures. Kaya was in a lot of those pictures. A lot. Oh, God. Yeah. She just looked like her poochie style. <laughs> so we'll, we'll be, I'm interested in seeing what happens with that. She just looks like she stays. She do. But I said she, she got the most to say about every. That's why I had to block her show. I, I'm sorry, cuz, but when you were sending me them, I just couldn't look at them no more because the way she talks down on people and the way she uses the word allegedly. Like you, you don't need to got nothing. You don't need exactly. You don't need. It's just a way for her to bypass her her own lies. You know what I mean? Right. Her trying to believe her own truth. So she don't. And the way she out. talks about people is just disgusting. And then yet here you are in these pictures, 165. Yeah. With this dirty ass dude, with these dirty ass people, right. that's you, been infected black women. And, and, and word yeah, on the street, so much word on the streets, this this guy. I know he had to have help from other black women. They said there was some black women that's or black people that that have been assisting him in doing this. So that's what I'm saying. Like Monique was in it too. Did you know that? What? what? Monique? Yes. There's a picture floating around. He he has a couple pictures with her too. He had one with Hillary Clinton. Wow. See. I mean, who? I mean, what is he other than what he's got? Supposedly he's he's linked to like he used to be linked to Def Jam. Some. He's some like a promoter. He's a promoter. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a promoter. So I don't know. Kind of maybe trying to be in pictures with him to push her music, like her musical acts dirty dick music. What? Clubs and events. Like she would like shake them up and do that kind of. Stuff. So, I mean, Monique's are like, you know, I just, I mean, like not just music, but also like all kinds of events. Like, Monique would be, oh, apparently, Motel 6 parties. But, or it could have been too that Kaya just kind of like linked herself to him just to be like, oh, well, I was with one of these promoters, like she did the Janet Jackson video. Yeah. You know, because she always trying to throw that out there. Oh, I was in. Janet Jackson video, or I was linked to. Trinidad, but Janet Jackson put her in that black and white TV exactly. though. It's just her trying. It's just it's almost like her trying to just have a reason to link herself. So excited. Is that what it was? So excited. So excited. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. Before. I thought it was the bus mom. Was she in a? What was that? Oh, Casio. <laughs> <laughs> Public Access television show. Public Access. Janet Jackson or Kaya? No, it was Kaya. Why you said Public Access? Keyboard in the background. Y'all didn't see it. No, no, it was like recent. Send us us the video. We're gonna link it. Send us the video. We're gonna link this. Yeah, we are gonna. Mm-hmm. She did some song. She, she was singing. Like singing. She was singing. It was, and it was a public access television show. But the beat was so 80s. It was so. Oh, 
Yeah, um, so that's the tea on Miss Miss Kaya, but I, but I mean, my my thing is like she did all this, and it, this to show you what kind of character she has. Like she was sitting up here talking about Trina's mama. Like you still going in on Trina's mother? She just died, right? And you still going in on her? So I guess Bobby Light, her cousin, that's on Love and Hip Hop Miami, went in on her, and as always. She she's trying to play like she's a storyteller or somebody's damn pussy and they asshole and they dick. So she she tried to say that Trina and Bobby Light have AIDS and this, that, and the other, but yet you linked up with this man that's passing out AIDS to the black community. So my thing is like I can't take her serious. Like like she she's really been out here looking crazy. Chan, did you see that video of Kaya when they they call her at that damn supermarket? Oh, but that food stamp card? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Child, she used that food stamp card, and she did not want to come out that store. Child, and he, didn't he, he was talking about that Ford truck, too, wasn't he? Yeah. She was driving an old Ford truck, honey. Oh, you see how fast she was pushing them groceries to that car, too, honey? They said that car declined, allegedly. <laughs> that food stamp card declined, allegedly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, I'm, I don't know how anyone could take her seriously from the beginning. I'm sorry. Right. We all know her. What's the one thing we all know about her? My neck. My neck. My neck. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. That's her entire claim to fame. But, honey, it's, I'm going to move on from that. Oh, let's move on. Now, let's go to Miss Kiki Watt. Now, we, we, I brought her up earlier. Now, I will say this. I, I love Kiki Watt. I love her family. Everybody, like, I know her um, Her brother lives here in Indianapolis, Kendall Watt. He plays for Easter Star, don't Yeah, he? yeah, he does. Their whole They're family awesome is talented. Yeah. 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 Awesome people. Just awesome people. So, I guess now... Kiki Wide is in the blogs because Child, which one of them is the babysitter? Okay, keep going. Oh I guess they just announced that she is having her tenth baby. Number ten. This is her new husband. Yeah, I said which brother is the babysitter. But let me ask y'all this, y'all. Uh, well, the, I guess her husband is Zachariah Daring. 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 Yeah. And. Are they Yes, they're married. No, they're not married, are they? No, no. no. But they are. Is she still married. going through that divorce, ain't she? Is that right from here? Dang. I don't know. But isn't like she still going through the divorce with that other guy? I'm not sure. But she quoted that my husband, well, I guess she said it is her husband. She said, my oh. husband, Zachariah oh. Daring, and I are so happy to announce that we're expecting a new bundle, Joy. We are excited to welcome our 10th edition to our beautiful family on Instagram. Now, this is my thing. Like, this is my thing. Like, a lot of people are criticizing her because she's having all these kids, but you did. I was just trying to be careful, but yeah, I got a lot to say about that, but I'm friends with her cousin on there. Yeah. And every time I post something about Kiki Y, I mean, she's on it. Like, I love like, Kiki. Of shit. You know, I love I Kiki. I say that on live, but. <laughs> I did. You just did. 
Well, she be on it like. My thing is, I don't understand why people are down on her so much because I don't care if she has 10 or 20 kids. If she's taking care of her kids and she's married and the man's in, the, in, in her life, that's her business if she wants to have those kids. Like, that's her blessing. That's right. It is. Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. I just, I just love her. Like, I just love her spirit. I just love her quirkiness. Like, everybody says she's... Yeah, them vocals. Honey, they killing. They killing the game. They can say what they want to about Kiki. They'll never touch her voice. Never. Dude. I feel like she, man, she don't get enough, all the credit she deserves. She's never got. You know, she used to be in a group with uh, Beyonce and them. Really? It was no, called I that. Didn't. She was actually. It used to be called before Beyonce. Before they started Girls Time, when they were kids, it was, there was a group that the group that they went on the Star Search with was called. Girls oh time. yeah, I do. Girls Time. Kiki was a part of Girls Time. Oh wow. And she was one, and it's crazy because she got the sickest vocals at it. Any other any other people in the world? Because it was Beyonce, it was Kiki, it was it was um, Octavia. Uh, Octavia. It was all of the girls in Destiny Child, plus like um, Kiki and a couple other. But they kicked her out the group at a young age. She, I think she was like thirteen or something when they had. But the the group that they if you pull up Girls Time on um, YouTube when they were on um, Star 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 all the years ago. Yeah. That video, why she, she used part of that video like for, Beyonce used part of that video for, um, Beyonce used uh, that Star Search video for one of her music videos. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't see her on there. Did you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's I mean, I didn't see her on there. But Beyonce, you would think that Beyonce being the second one she is would give her some sort of credit. Like, oh, right. Man. Like, she literally never said nothing about her. Like, Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know Kiki was linked with um, Beyonce, and you would never know because she never even acknowledges her. Even when she played those videos back, I've seen Beyonce play those videos back now. She does. She only in one of her music videos. She had. She had a clip from like it must have been somebody like hand recording it. So you saw Kiki in it? I don't know. No, I didn't see her in it because it's mostly the audio from the video. Like, they show like a snippet of the video, but the audio is overlaid over that music video. Like it's in one of the I don't remember which music video it is, but well, Kiki has a very distinctive voice. So, but here's my I'm thing: just like saying, she was, she as strong as she is today. I could just imagine what she was back then. She she had to be like a powerhouse. Well, cause this is my thing: like with Beyonce's influence, why couldn't you help that child out? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, yeah. not so. Well, she's yeah. I don't believe she's saying any of them girls under the table. Let's the dad was a manager. Okay, y'all. Let's let's watch let's watch the bash of Beyonce. Let's not get it. Like, yeah, because we don't we don't want the beehive after us. Yeah, that's true. You right about that though. I mean, I'm I am saying that it is interesting that. But is this a podcast? The truth. Is this not a podcast? The tea, I mean, the tea is a is, is true. I ain't bashing every job. You know, I, I love me some Beyonce. Beyonce. Is a powerhouse herself. Yeah, she Beyonce has stated no. that she knows that she knows she's and she's acknowledged she's not you know the best vocalist as far as you know even when she was with Destiny's Child and stuff. So she has a she's acknowledged voice. that she has a stuff, voice. but she's still. I mean, there's no. I mean, you know, she's very successful at what she does. Right. To be able to Period. just not tell nobody and not promote. Uh, 
an album. Thirty Who minutes later, now you sneaking back in. She has a bad habit of not helping and people around her. And it's not just it's not just the like. I mean, talk about like Kelly and Michelle even. But just like those two sisters that did her stuff on YouTube a lot. You know, she took them under their wing, but they still ain't really yeah. Oh, I love that Kelly and. She's doing the best she's job promoting. She's going to be the new Ariel. She's the new Ariel. Haley from that is... But is Beyonce promoting is the question. I don't know, but she's the... One of those girls is the new Ariel from the live action movie. And she's going to be the new Chloe. The younger one. The younger one. Yeah, it's the younger of the two. Yep, she want to be where the people are. She's And her voice is going to be killer on that, too. Wait, so who's Ursula? Is this is it still Queen Latifah? Exactly. No, Queen Latifah yeah. is for the 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 one on ABC. They're doing the Little Mermaid musical. They, you know how they do those like they did like, the Wiz, like, the Wiz, like they did the Wiz, they did Grease. Yeah, that's the one that Queen Latifah is going to be in. The, I don't see I don't remember who. I think it was. Yeah, I don't. That would have been a good Ursula. She would have been a great Ursula. She's got that powerful mammy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should have put Kaya in Ursula. I was going to say Big Frida, but. Ha 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 Big Frida now. I love I mean, Big Frida. I'm saying Titus Burgess from uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, because he's somebody. What the hell? Somebody's car is going off. Is it, uh oh. It's right out front. I got a T shirt. You got it? Oh, he said on his keys. <laughs> Okay. We had a little excitement. Right. A little excitement in the studio. I have to test one and see if it was mine. Beep, beep, honey. Beep, beep. But yeah. Where was we at? Our Russell's. We had a little excitement. We were talking about Ursula, but I'm not sure we were talking about this now. Well, I guess the new topic is going to be um, Real Housewives of um, Atlanta season 12. I don't know if my cousin tipping out. No, I'm just checking my truck. But we'll get to that in a minute. We'll come back to that. Um... The next thing I want to talk about, because I know we're all, we, we know about Miss Dominique Jackson. Yes, from Jackson. So we'll just jump to that. Uh, the gospel according to Electra. Yes. Uh, we love her. Um, Dominique Jackson just recently came to um, do a keynote address at the University of Louis, Louisville. Louisville? Louisville. Louisville. Okay. Louisville. Yeah. Um, yeah. Two weeks ago, she came and. Those of you who don't know who she is, um, she's Miss Electra on the groundbreaking series called Pose. And she recently came to the University of um, Louisville to give an address about diversity, inclusion, and respecting each other as human beings. And I'm going to go play a clip of her really quick because I think she 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 made a good point about um the the about the issue of particularly like trans women but like I guess this could apply to people that are gay like about how um dealing with family that doesn't accept it. Hey how you doing? All right, good seeing you. 
um, I really want to go to this clip really quick of um, Miss Dominique Jackson from Pose, and we're going to get back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. All right, this lit up in here, y'all, tonight. Woo, child. Y'all better have y'all face in the place. We on 52nd and Guilford, honey, and we're still taping live. So I'm going to go to this clip really quick of uh, Miss Dominique Jackson and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. <laughs>
Okay, I see the pictures. Honey, you don't want to see that video. Y'all want to see it. And I got about seven. I see one. Ooh. Yeah, he was looking at that thing from the side. Look, I saw the R. Kelly video, the whole Kogan video. Child, he was looking at that thing from the side. It was some lazy stuff. Oh, you hear me? Like, oh, oh, don't do that again. He was like, he was eating a bowl of cream of wheat with his own. It was all dry. Why would you compare that to cream of wheat? That's a damn shame. Cream of wheat don't deserve that. Okay, I don't even want it no more. But they said the woman. They said the woman that he was. The girl. They said the woman that he was with. They said there was. Uh, that wasn't even his wife that he. No, it was a side chick, and I, I know who she is. I got a picture of her. I got her Facebook page. They said she's trying to get lead the <laughs> Is that what? What? She's she, mad. What they said they going to give her No, for real? <laughs> She was trying to get the lead in the choir. Okay, then. Girl, when I get done with that, they look like the crib keeper. Look at that. Did y'all see that uh did y'all see that uh that message that somebody sent in that inbox? Was that the church account? Yeah. Talking about I I what'd she say? I've been weak and weary. Wait a minute, I'm gonna pull it up. I got it. Was that was was that one of the was that one of the ushers? Look, look, cousin. They said, "Good morning, Pastor." Inquiring about some of that healing tongues you've been passing out for I am weak and weary. <laughs> Deep. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. They said service gonna be packed Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, second service. Sunday we talking about first service. Honey, them sides and offerings probably went through the roof. They was probably able to get a new roof on the church. And you know, the building fund was paid. But did you see how they said he's gonna come to the church? How he kicked out the, the door? Oh, he came. To the how he came out the car? What? Yes. Hold on, honey. Somebody said he got mad and went off on the congregation about that video. They said he don't. They said he deleted his page. I'm just. I just want to know. I want one of the saints to come forward. I just want to know how how this Sunday service goes because I really want to know. But but how? Why are these people in this church? These churches? Why are they? Why are they taking these? Set, they doing these sex videos like? Like they got this one pastor, like he's a prophet. They talking about he had all these spiritual daughters and he was like hitting them from behind one by one. And then that's this one probably he was like he's like a Latino woman. But they said he he was in gay porn, honey. He was taking he was taking them dicks, baby. He was taking them one by one. I mean, yeah. he ate that pussy like it was the Last Supper. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, Lord Jesus. Not from the Put some gravy on it. <laughs> Look, children, that is not how you get anointing. Uh-uh. It's like, I don't know what she did to get that anointing. Uh-uh. Uh, she need, she need a rainbow word, honey. Some Ooh, Raymond noodles in the way he's that damn cat. Well, did you see the Brooklyn um, vampire in Brooklyn sing? They said that's how Pastor Wilson is going to be. Hold on. I got the time. Hold up now. I'm sorry, Cynthia. You're going to have to edit this part out. I don't give a damn. They said this is how he's going to be preaching Sunday. Well, the hell, they can't see it. They did not 
they did Vampire in Brooklyn. I mean. Hey, I got wait. Look, when you've been preaching the gospel, everyone's got needs too. I mean, shit. I mean, I understand you got needs, and you know people probably did a good job. But my thing is this: you're you're a man of God. You're supposed to be, you know, promoting. But you married though. Monogamous. Oh, they don't care Relationship. While you out here eating pussy on camera. How did you even give her the opportunity to even report you? You see what I'm saying? Like, I mean, did you not know that this was gonna come back to bite you? That's what I'm saying. You gotta be smarter. Be smarter than the camera. You know what I mean? Did y'all hear what the custom pastor said about it? Oh, oh Lord! Listen, listen, listen to this, y'all. Listen, listen to. Listen to this. Uh, David E. Wilson, who I guess he got shamed into Facebook page now. He is a Facebook friend. He's a married man. And he's a preacher. Now, some of y'all got some husbands and some boyfriends that's eating somebody's coochie cat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know they say he got cussed out on his show recently. I mean, bad too. Yeah, I ain't gonna play that clip because that's embarrassing. Cause... <laughs> Child, I say play it. He's trying to embarrass everybody else. Yeah, well, let me go ahead and play it then. Cause... Like, that's not very possible. Like, if all you do is just he trying got, to throw someone else He needed it. Okay. You know what? I always said he was gonna meet this match. He needed this. He said, sit your ass down. <laughs> 
Oh wait, that's a oh god. I remember this. You showed me this. Why somebody in the comments said, I said, oh, this two old, two old Memphis niggas arguing, nothing to see here. And that is true, because that's exactly how we arguing. They be arguing like that in Memphis. Yes, I went to a coaching temple in Memphis. Like I stayed after church in Memphis. That's the kind of shit that goes on. Wait a minute, did y'all remember? Let me take about the cousin pastor. You, you gotta respect him being real and upfront with these people. They said that he had a contest in his church, a twerk golf contest. And let me tell you, the women said, no, they said that the women were, they was, he had them competing for a used laptop, not a new. I know you like, I'm about to walk up out this bitch. You did not just say a used goddamn laptop from Easy Pond. I know you ain't just saying a used laptop from Easy Pond. Child. Yes, they said that they had the women in that church twerking off because, yeah, over a used laptop. Yeah, it is. I saw that. You just have to be careful of that. I just, that was not no praise dancer. Yeah, you know. Child. I don't take him seriously. No way. Anybody that takes that man seriously, I mean, you but the really fact that he had followers like that. That's you what, know what I'm saying. But you know what? He also has a lot of protesters outside of his church. You gotta keep that in mind too. People don't people don't want him in their community doing that. And you know that type of church yeah, or whatever. You're supposed to be changing it. You're supposed to be. It's called what is this church called? The Naked Truth. Okay, maybe I make them up. No, that's the name. <laughs> the Naked Truth. Yes. Child, he's thinking otherwise with the naked truth. He ain't he, speaking biblically. Okay? Well, we live in those times right now. False prophet. Anyone can call himself. He's definitely a false prophet. I'm going to get to this last story because we're going to end the show because, honey, everybody. Is it okay? Yeah. Did y'all hear about uh, Marquis Rivers, like the DL, the DL um, detective? Mm. Honey. He's the one that was exposing the guys um, that was on the download of Mary and all this other stuff. But the only way you could view his videos is through his YouTube. Yeah, like you had to pay a paid uh, you membership. You had to subscribe. You had to pay like a membership. But he was exposing. I think he he got on the um he he came big on social media when he exposed the pastor. He yeah. pretty much blackmailed this pastor. The pastor was giving him money. That's what you didn't know. He was giving him money, giving him money, giving him money until basically this man couldn't give him no more, and then he finally exposed him. Thank you. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know now they said that because I wonder what happened to him. I ain't heard from him. They said now he done transitioned, and they said he was using that money from them uh, memberships <laughs> to get his sex changed. Oh, uh, he got them teeth fixed. What is he don't look nothing like he used. He got the titties lifted up. So with him going out the radar and coming back, you would never even know it was him. Yeah. Wait, who, wait, who got the sex change? The detective or the preacher who blackmailed? Not the no, not the preacher. Yeah, no, who? No, who? The, the one that was exposing. Why would he want to do that? He needed some expenses. Well, probably because he got shot six times and almost died. Yeah, they said that they got. Yeah, they said one of the guys. Um, yeah, I see. So he was he in a coma or something like that? He was in a coma. He was in a coma for a 
for a long time. And that's when we didn't see him. He exposed this. He was trying to expose this guy. He was going to subscribe him to his channel. I mean, you know, put him on the channel so people could see him. But the guy lured him and set him up, shot him six times. So he didn't want nothing to leave. But it still ended up getting leaked anyway. He still ended up getting caught. You see how them men be begging on there? But that, that's yeah, he had a guy on there. He was like, get on your knees and beg for it. Beg for my forgiveness and I won't expose you. And the guy's on there like in, in a dirty, muddy puddle of water. YouTube it. Look at that. He's in a muddy puddle of water like, please, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Just don't expose me. I have a wife. I have kids. Blah, blah, blah. Dude gets up and he still exposes him. Still exposes him. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you appreciate what he's doing as a woman? Like, do you think that that's right what he's doing? Because I know y'all were wanting to know. Wrong way, yeah. Taking it to social media, you know, if you are really trying to save these families, I say go to the woman privately. Yeah. Don't don't bring it to the media because you're you're embarrassing her. You know what I mean? If you, if you, if you like, cause I don't know, remember when I sent you that little link or whatever? He wrote this extremely long post, and he was telling how you know the reason why he's doing it and to save these families. And he don't care if you think blah blah blah. But my thing is, is Okay, we understand you don't care what people think, but do it in private because you, I understand you're trying to publicly humiliate this man, but you're humiliating the woman. Because people don't realize, too, that social media is forever. And these kids are so I mean, but here's my thing. If you was really trying to help the people out, why are you trying to make it a private membership? Man? That's true. You, I would have been sending you are a private message. I would have been anonymous. Make a fake profile. Like people do. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking so, with those drinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if y'all heard, but you're talking about the guy who used to work at uh, Wendy's right here on the radio street. He got exposed. Somebody exposed him here. I have not seen that man since then. And this is, I don't know what happened to him. And they that scared to get this phone. This man, I mean, it's so close to home, it's ridiculous. The man worked at Wendy's right there on, on Meridian Street, right there near Meridian. Um, what is that? Uh, Fall Creek and uh, Meridian. He worked at that Wendy's. He was so humiliated. Not only did he deactivate his page, but he quit his job and like he's nowhere to be found. Wow. To this day, nobody knows where he is. I don't know if he's in the or what. But this man went live because what had happened was the guy, I guess he borrowed his car or whatever. The, 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 the guy he was sitting with. And he brought some money from him. So he brought up the messages and he's like, hey, I just want my money back. Bring me my money in my car and you know what I mean? I leave you alone or whatever. And, you know, the guy didn't bring back. He was like, you know, just gave him like two or three chances to bring the stuff back and he did it. So he just exposed him to social media. Was that the one was, was that the one that was beating that guy up on that um no, that was a different video. Remember now, this guy, he was handsome. He was very handsome, light skinned. He had dreads. Um, oh wow! I mean, dude got into details. He showed the video. I mean, him sticking his I mean, it, I mean, it was very. It was like a two-part, very graphic video. He exposed this This happened last year. This happened here in Yeah, the guy used to work right here off Meridian. 
At the Wendy's, have not seen this man to this day. No, you know, you capitalizing on someone's suffering. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You want to expose somebody, but I mean, I understand the guy was angry, but I just feel like once again, you take it to social media versus the. That, that, that's 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 that's, that's how the messy queens get fucked up, and that's how they put link all of us in that shit. Like you decided to mess around with this guy. You knew this guy wasn't out. He wasn't open. So why did you put yourself in that situation and then you got mad? Right. You really are. Yeah. And it's like, I understand that as, you know, in the LGBTQ community, it's already enough to deal with. You guys are already going through enough as it is. And I feel like some people, you know, kind of, you know, you get the backlash on and then they make it worse. Yeah. It, 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 it makes it worse. It makes it worse. Your life is not my business. Like, right. You can be discreet. I don't even shit. Your life is not my business. But, you know, if you're going to be using a site like Grindr, where there's people like, like the person that you just described, yeah. look, I can't help you. You put yourself in a position for those things to happen when you use a website like Grindr or Amsterdam. But I'm not saying that all of us are like that. But I'm just saying, you play Russian roulette with these people that should be, you know, up with. Because some people out there do are they're really that vindictive. Yeah, because the guy said he that's the only message he put up. He's like, listen, all I wanted was my car and my money back from this guy. He didn't want to do it. So yeah, I'm going to the like, you know, some may think it's extreme, but I don't care. Remember to say about these niggas though. A lot of these dudes be out here in the street hustling. They know they can come up off these gay men because they think they weak. And then like you said, you took that man's money and you took his car and stuff and see he bought it up on himself right quit thinking that quit thinking that the gay quit thinking that the gays are weak because there are they are not because so why would you do that knowing that this man got this ammunition against you he fair warned you and told you listen if you don't bring me my car and don't bring me my money I'm going to expose you and you just completely cut ties from this man it's almost like you wanted to be exposed right you know what I mean, I mean, just me on outside looking in. Because I would have been like, hey, don't do that. Let me bring you your car back. Like, where you want me to meet you at? I'll give you interest. <laughs> Gotta be careful who you yeah. are. You know, it's a certain somebody out here to be mean trades and alleys. You know what I mean? I was like, we're not. We're not encouraging mean trades and yeah, we ain't encouraging it. We're not encouraging anyone to be, you know, to be these trades and alleys. Yeah, to be, you know, she's not on your spouse. We're not encouraging. Encouraging that. If you are going to do that shit, you better be careful who you with. That's what I'm saying. Don't be picking the fucking tail window. It is fair game. Once you put your profile on there and your pictures and your information, it is fair game. I'm just saying. Like, I'm gonna tell you about one I know in particular. Mm-hmm. Tell he went out of town one time, and they said he said, and he know what he doing. He said that he knew the men was looking at him because the man came up to him from behind. Him, like, ooh, you look like a hybrid from behind. What? He said, ooh, can I get some of that? I'm just saying, and they and he just eats that stuff up. <laughs> Oh, where he going from behind the hybrid? What? <laughs> what? That's a weird one. I know he 
didn't go to that extreme. He called him a Honda. Or did he call him a Honda? Did he say a hybrid like the car? Or a 98 El Dorado? Because maybe that's what you built like. You a hybrid. But you a Cadillac in the front. Definitely a 98 El Dorado. Not El Dorado, like El Dorado or Chico de Barge, or I don't know which one. So you are Benz for the 16s. Yeah. Child, you like an 88 I just don't like. I don't sound like how some gay people be putting their stuff out there like that. Like, and then you get mad when people don't treat you. Treat you. You know what I'm saying? Gotta act like a man. Let me say this on camera. Just because you named Alexis, baby, you can be an El Dorado too. I think that's a good place now, to end. Don't edit that out either. Yeah. Well, honey, I think that's a good place to end. Because, so, I, bro, I got to go get, my, get me another damn drink. I got to get one of these yep. damn cupcakes. Once again, y'all, Philip Johnson made these cupcakes. And you cupcakes will give you life everlasting. I, I, humbly, I humbly appreciate you guys supporting me. All right, anybody got anything else to say before we get off here? Because we about to party, child. I'm about to turn this music on. Hey. About to go in. Honey. Shout out to my friend making that Popeye song. <laughs> Popeye's. Yes, baby. She said Popeye's chicken is the best chicken. Popeye. Wait a minute. Oh, God. I know. Popeye's chicken is the best chicken. <laughs> We out. <laughs> I know about that song too. We out, y'all. <laughs> oh, oh my God, you talk. Oh my God, I saw that video too. The Popeyes.